0: Please pray with me. Lord, guide us as we meditate on this text we find in 1 John. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, you walk in here just two days before call day. You sit down as the words of a hymn are sung meant to bring you a little peace. You listen as people rustle with their papers as those last few find their seats, and you're hoping that there will be a word of comfort for you today. A word that will drown out all of the questions that call day seems to be bringing. Is this really the place God wants to send me? Will I really have the strength necessary to face the trials this will bring? Do I really have the life of faith necessary to live out grace? As these questions keep getting louder and louder, you listen as the words of 1 John fill the chapel. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and have touched with our hands, concerning the word of life the life was made manifest and we have seen it and testify to it and proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the father and was made manifest to us and as those words fill the chapel you look around as you see the paul and synoptic scholars try to sneak out the back and the john guys have big smiles on their faces because this epistle is still used in the liturgical rotation. And you try to hide your frustration as you move into the next hymn. Because the words of comfort that you're supposed to hear don't feel that comforting. I mean, here is this apostle He hasn't just seen someone paint a picture of Christ. He's seen Christ. And he hasn't just heard someone read a gospel lesson about Christ. He's heard Christ. He hasn't just touched the words on a page about Christ. He's touched Christ. And he's writing to a community that are wrestling with questions, just like you are wrestling with. And what does he say? It's gonna be okay. I've seen Christ, I've heard Christ, I've touched Christ. And all you think is, how much easier did that make it for John? How much easier was it for him to face these questions? How much easier was it for him to give comfort knowing he had seen and touched Christ? What if I had seen and touched Christ? What if Christ were here today or on call day? You would walk through the doors of that chapel on Wednesday, clothes freshly pressed, not a hair out of place. You would walk in as a capacity crowd sings a hymn meant to bring you some peace. You would file into your seats, and as you listen to the rustle of the papers as the last people file in, those questions would still be there. You would try to focus in, but those questions would be crowding in your mind. Am I really the person God wants to send here? Will I have the strength to face the trials? Can I live a life of faith that models grace? And those questions would keep getting louder and louder as you stand up in line waiting. And then you hear it. Your name. It's time for you to stand up and take your call. And as you look up, you see him. It's Jesus standing there radiant as the sun, and he is holding in his hand your call document. And as you look at him standing there, the same man that stood victorious in front of sin, death, and the devil, you look into the eyes of the only one that makes God known, you can't help but smile because you know that's God sending you out. And as you listen, you hear his familiar, loving words saying your name. It's like a melody that's been written just for you. And as you hear those words, any question you have about your strength seem to disappear. And as you grab that call packet, you reach out and you shake those nail-scarred hands. And you stand there in awe, holding the hands that purchased grace for you. And you no longer wonder if you can live a life of faith that will model grace. And as you walk back to your seat, there is not a question left in your mind because you know as you go out, you go out to proclaim the God you have seen, you have heard, you have touched. Wouldn't it be easier if Christ were here today? But he's not. No, when you walk through those doors on Wednesday, it won't be Christ's face you see It'll be the face of the placement director. And when you stand up as they call your name, it'll be a group of men with fancy titles, but none comparing to that of Savior and Creator. And as you reach out to shake that hand, you will shake the hand of another man, simply trying to live out his own call, wrestling with his own questions. And you will go back to your seat With the words of John on your mind, thinking, wouldn't it be easier if Christ were here today? But he's not. At least, not in that way. It is so easy to come to a reading like 1 John and say, how much easier would it be if I was in John's place? if I had been the one that had seen Christ, heard Christ, and touched Christ. But you're not. And until the last day, you won't be either. But if you focus in on that, you lose sight of one very important thing. Christ has risen. Christ has risen, and that means something in your life today. It means that while you don't see Christ, Christ sees you. When you sit in that pew on a Wednesday, wrestling with another trial that seems to have snuck its way into your life, as you watch as the world seems to systematically fall apart around you, Christ sees you. He saw you before you were born. He saw you in your sin, and he died for you. He rose for you, and he invites you to come forward and taste of his body and his blood for the strengthening of your faith until the day he comes again. And Christ hears you. Christ hears you when you sit in that pew confessing all of the sins that seem to be piling in your life, all of the doubts you have about whether or not you're the person that should go, about whether you'll be able to handle this, Christ hears you. And he speaks words of comfort and peace and forgiveness into your life. Christ touches you. Before most of you had the words to even say, Father, forgive me, Christ touched you with forgiveness. And when those waters of baptism washed over you, Christ took that old life and he gave you new life. It's easy in the face of call day, in the face of an internship, in the face of your job, to see a reading like John's and say how much easier would it be. But then we forget that while John is pointing to a past experience, the resurrection points us to our present reality. So, as you walk through the doors of that chapel on Wednesday, clothes freshly pressed, not a hair out of place, as you take your seat listening to the hymn sung by a capacity crowd, take comfort in the resurrection. Take comfort in the fact that no matter where and no matter what, Christ will always see you, he will always hear you, he will always touch you. And let that be the answer to every doubtful question that tries to sneak into your heart and into your mind. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.